It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It's articles of news for the week of the uh, 20th of August. It's me, Richie T, joined with Brother Kyle. Cultural Hall's full. It's like yeah. it's a mission farewell. Well, it's an overflow today. <laughs> <laughs> but we will not be having treats because we do not do that anymore. I Remember know, how we I used know. to do that? Yeah. Do, you guys, do you guys do that in England still? When you have mission farewells, you have a big party afterwards? Unofficial ones. Yeah, see? It hasn't spread. It hasn't spread across the pond yet. Mm-hmm. The doctrine will get there eventually. <laughs> uh, it is the spores. Am I saying that right? That's uh, unfortunate. That gets teased a little bit, huh? Not good, no. Oh, your science friend. Oh, the spores family. <laughs> like mold, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, mold spores of mold really have you never heard this i'm just kidding yeah. yes <laughs> uh they're over here from england now you guys uh are friends or in the same ward with the other english yeah, folks friends, scooch yeah, up and tell us about that so dan and louise who and ashley who came in um yeah. a few months ago uh-huh yeah yeah they're, they're in the same ward as us yeah um so yeah we've there's a few of us in the ward i think dan said that Listen to the culture hall, and uh, that's a tremendous amount of pressure for all of us. <laughs> I wouldn't worry. About There's it. like this congregation that's gone askew <laughs> in England, where they're like, "Yeah, we love the cultural hall, but the no." I'm just teasing. That's great, and you guys are here. Let me make sure I get this right. On holiday, we are here on holiday. Yeah, well done. Now, what are you doing? So our son. Uh, oh, so there's three boys here, uh-huh. our eldest. Yeah, we got Jack, Dan, Natasha, and Ryan, as well as Roger. <laughs> and uh, our eldest is Sam, is in BYU. Oh, so he brought it back out to school. So, no, no, he, he's been here since okay. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking at his wife going, how long has our yeah. son been gone? Yeah. I don't know. He's been, 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 out, he's been out since Christmas. <laughs> but he's met a girl, and he's <gasps> oh, been engaged. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. the next time we see him will be at Christmas when he comes to get married. Oh, he's getting married in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I know a DJ, but I'm not willing to fly to England. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd fly to England. Maybe they'll fly out there. Yeah. They'll pay for it. It'll yeah, sure. I'll this go sounds, anywhere. If this sounds like an episode of 90 Day Fiance, my favorite television yeah. show. <laughs> Do you watch that too? <laughs> I, every night. No- that's why I I'm struggle every Monday morning to get up at 4.30. Well, sure, because it's on late. Yeah. Uh, you, you like her? We f- we feel good about the girl? We do feel yeah. good. All that. We've only really met her for about an hour, so. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're getting married. Uh, <laughs> Meet for an hour. Okay, see you later, guys. What? What is this? Um, well, that's cool. Is he is he a returned missionary? He is. Yeah. So had he been home for very long before he met the woman of his dreams for forever? So he he stayed at home for a year, worked for a year. Okay. And he was yeah he was out here for about two months before he met her. Okay. So that's you know that's not right away. That's good. BYU standard time, I think. Yeah. And does she love him for more than just his accent? Because some people do that here. I hope not, because there isn't much more. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he hears that. I hope he hears that. I was going to maybe, if he wasn't already engaged, I was going to fix him up with Ashley. Oh, yeah. Or I guess last, last week, week. he was just going to BYU. Yeah. But she was not interested in a husband, the, really. So. Uh, yeah, the one that went to Leeds on her mission. Yeah. So... Interesting. Uh, if you want to, you can, as uh, both Ashley and, uh, why can't I remember the woman's name? I remember their last name, Farnsworth Brandy. Brandy, mm-hmm. who contacted me last week, as uh, the Spores did to be on here th- with us this week. You can always email us, contact at theculturalhall.com. If you want to uh, be a part of a live recording, just as they've done. You don't have to come from England. You can come from places like Penguich. Mm, uh, I think we should have a radius yeah. on where we let people in. Like, I live next door. I live in the... Uh, no. Nope. Over by the prophet. No, nope. nope. too far. 
you got to go way farther than that. Um, people have emailed us. I just want to share this email real quick. Uh, and then I have a story of most embarrassment Good uh, for everybody here. Uh, this... Uh, not necessarily. This is from a guy named Matt. He says, we, if we are going the way of the Pharisees. The Pharisees were a group of zealous Jews who were contemporaries of Jesus Christ. They believed that the way that we would please God and make it to heaven was by meticulously following a long list of religious rules and regulations. He says further, I would love to hear a talk at General Conference on Matthew 23, 27, and 28, which says, What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law and Pharisees? Hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside, but filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. Oh, yeah. Outwardly, you look like righteous people, but inwardly, your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. I'd like to think I'm the exact opposite of that. Yeah. No, you look horrible on the outside. But, but inside. On the inside. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. What's new? You're So uh, I saw a picture of you and your kid uh, on the bikes on, yeah, on Facebook. We had a day. mountain bike race on Saturday. And he beat you? Is that what I understood from the uh, from the message? Well, we did kind of different races. So it's a six-hour mountain bike race. Oh, so terrible is what yeah. you did. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, he did it with, uh, you can do a duo, so he did it with his cousin. Mm-hmm. So they would alternate laps. Sort of like a, what am I, like a relay. Yep. Okay. Like, like a tag team relay. Okay. They'd come in, high five, next one, go out. His lap times were faster than mine. Well. I know. And he looked much better at the end. He looked clean. And I get done with it, and he's sitting there eating. The teacher now becomes the student. Yeah, he, he's eating tacos and <laughs> drinking a root beer. And, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. I'm like, uh, how long have you been here? 17 minutes. Thanks for timing exactly. You know, uh, I, I don't know why. I had never noticed a picture of your kid. Let me ask you this, and I'm going to delicately tread my way around this. <laughs> okay. Has he lost weight recently? He's lost a lot of weight. Okay. Because I, in my mind, this is terrible, and maybe it's just because I had seen him, but in my mind, I had thought that your son was not, like, large, right. but heavier than the picture that I saw that you posted with him on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. No, it was just, uh, he's older, He's he's gotten taller. Uh-huh. So, so it's thinned some of he, that out, maybe? He's thinned out. Okay. Um, he changed his diet, and he rides his bike a lot now. Well... I think that's cute that he could kick your trash already at 16. Is yeah. that what he is? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, is that like that for you, Roger? Are all your kids better than you already? Uh, Even Dan? Yeah. Yeah. For sure, Dan. 100%. Yeah. 100%, says Dan. <laughs> 100%, yes. Yeah. I had a fight with these two mucking around the other night, and I went to bed, and I won. Uh-huh. And I went to bed, and I laid there, and went, they let me win. Yeah. yeah. No, they did. <laughs> yeah. No, they could. Yeah. <laughs> Dawned on me. I like that he said mucking around, too. <laughs> you know what we don't do in the United States? Muck around. Nope. Yeah. We nope. don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's offensive, I'm sorry. But I don't think it is. Based on the tonality <laughs> that he uses, it doesn't sound too offensive. All good. Uh, I forgot to share this story, uh, and I'll be interested to know if you guys know who this person is. That When I say the name Jabari Parker, does that? do you know who that person is? Roger is kind of nodding. Natasha has no idea. He's a sportsman. He is a sportsman. Uh, plays basketball. He played for Duke. They tried to get him to go to BYU. Uh, he played one year at Duke, and then he got drafted second pick in the draft and played for the Bucks. 
and now uh, he's recently just been traded to the Chicago Bulls. And he is a Mormon person. He decided not to serve a mission, but rather that he would be able to do more with his uh, skills and all of those things. He's been plagued with injuries a little bit. But uh, when I was in Chicago, I went to the newest ward house in the Chicago area. And he was there, worshiping in the same uh, sacrament meeting as I was. Now, if you know anything about me, uh, you know that I am a fan of all things Mormon. It's essentially where this podcast uh, or show available in podcast form came from, was that I loved uh, all things about Mormon and wanted a a place to talk about them. So, as I see uh, this uh, large, very tall, very athletic-looking black gentleman at church... I, I, you know, I sort of looked back and then I was like, wait a minute, Jabari Parker just got traded to Chicago. He could be, I mean, this would probably be his ward if he went here. So then I started doing the thing where I pull up on my phone. How do you phone. know it couldn't be any basketball player? What? Any number of basketball players. There's a that, million of them. a million Mormon black basketball they players. They could have just been visiting. Yeah, well, sure, sure. Coming but, to so I did this. I pull out my phone, and I'm Googling uh, Jabari <laughs> Parker, right? Was he so sitting I, behind you? No, he's about seven rows behind me and about ten chairs over okay, to So he's left, not going right. to see you. So, no, he's not going to be like, why is that guy Googling me right now? No, he's not that close. Still but, yeah. <laughs> so I look it up. And then I kind of look over my shoulder and I look back at my phone and I look over my shoulder. And it's just a thing where I was like, it's got to be. It has got to be him, right? So we get to uh, the end of sacrament meeting. And my girlfriend, who has been around me when I have met other people that are quote unquote famously Mormon and she is she says to me you are going to make this terribly awkward and I can't handle this <laughs> so I'm going to leave oh good for her so she yeah 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 so she gets up and she walks out of the hall this the, <laughs> this uh this church building is gorgeous. It's six stories in Chicago. Yeah. It's got. It'll have two sacrament hall or two um, chapels within it, and like it's got the floor for the basketball. How many and, wards are in there? Uh, at this point, I think there's only two wards, but I think the hope is it'll eventually wow. become a stake center with the other chapel. The other chapel isn't even finished yet. They. It's just sort of a level that's unfinished, and and I think they did it because they could build it now, but build it out as needs. Are are um, are necessary or become a, a necessary? So, I go over to him, and at this point, I'm still not a hundred percent sure that it's Jabari Parker, right? So, I'm also about to be just really, you know, super offensive, I guess, on some level, right? And I'm like, "Hey, how are you?" He's like, "I'm good, man." And I was like, "So," and I didn't even be like, "Hey, Jabari," or anything like this. I'm like, "Ah, uh, so I've tried to interview you before, and I got in touch with your mom on Facebook, and the and I in my mind, I'm just <laughs> seeing the rails going off of this conversation. I'm like, oh, I should tell you, I do a Mormon um, podcast. Well, really, it's a show. We just call it a podcast because it's a show available. And I tried to contact your mom, and I think you're really great, and what you're doing. And he's just looking at me with like the blankest and glossiest of stairs just being like are you are you gonna stab me or like are you like as like what you said sort of originally like stalker this sort of creepy thing and i and then it like dawns on me oh man just breathe it's fine and i was like it's good to have you here and then i just turn and walk away right that's how you ended it it was awful it was a disaster <laughs> was it from from beginning to end i didn't get his i didn't get his information <laughs> for an interview i didn't any of this it was just a disaster 
And then I go and I meet back up with my girlfriend. She goes, how, how did it go? And I'm like, worse than when I met Mitt Romney. Now, if you remember, uh, this, I told this story here in the cultural hall. This is years ago before he even ran for president in 2012. I met him at a chapel uh, in San Diego because he had a house in that ward. And I went up to him and I froze. It wasn't, it wasn't that I said stupid things like uh, in this scenario. I just was like, you're Mitt. Right? Oh gosh! <laughs> and he's he's like, ah, oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm like, met. <laughs> like I don't I don't remember exactly <laughs> what I said, but it was it was that embarrassing. You didn't mention the cultural hall then, did you? With no, Mitt? no, okay. no. Ugh. You're giving us a bad name. Um, but I said it was worse than the time I met Mitt Romney, and she goes, oh babe, just stop, just don't do it anymore. Make me the promise that you won't. <laughs> so then we were leaving, and as it turns out, he was leaving uh, the same the same time we had sure oh second, yeah sure you sure you were leaving over. the same no, time stop it and it's an elevator so we had to we had to ride oh down. yeah accidentally yeah, had to ride the same elevator, the same elevator. Uh-huh. and um this woman uh who was part of the ward but obviously knew it's a pretty young ward it's a lot of people that are like they're there for college or they're there for summer internships or whatever you know she's just talking to him and she's she's doing what i should have done which was just like what's your name and he says Jabari, and she's like, "It's nice to have you in our ward today." And he's like, "Thanks, it's great to be here." Like that interaction that I was able to be a witness to, I was like, "That's how I should have done that." <laughs> <laughs> I tried to talk to your mom, and because we wanted to interview you, you're great. It's basketball. Hey, thanks, Jabari. Bye. <laughs> you couldn't have sent your girlfriend over. Yeah, I. Or I should do that because she doesn't care. She would have just been like, "Hey, nice to meet you." It was awful. Just awful. She would have said, I love your football team. Yeah. Go Dolphins. No. What? <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, so I forgot to tell that story. Uh, also, people uh, on our Patreon page, if you are a Patreon subscriber of the Cultural Hall, you get to be a part of a secret Patreon Facebook group. Um they were asking me to give the follow-up on the story of the guy from Philadelphia. Do you remember this? I don't know if you were on that episode. Do you guys remember this? The guy, I found a guy uh, that had been hit by a car on his rollerblades. Oh, in, in my, front of your house. In front yeah, of my house. That's right. And he said, take my number. I want you to call me. And I said, okay. And he said, no, I really want you to call me. And I was going to Philadelphia. I went to Philadelphia last month. And so people were like, well, what happened when you called him? He didn't answer, nor did he call me back. But I needed to make sure that I addressed that. Several people have said, well, what happened to the guy, the uh, the uh, flight attendant from Philadelphia? Nothing. I don't know why he wanted me to take his number and then have him not call well, me back. Did you text him again or Marco Polo or message him or anything? Well, I, uh, I hopped online and I stalked him a little bit. And I'll actually see him in his ward the next time in Philadelphia. And I'll just fumble through and go, girl. <laughs> Park, rollerblades, you're Mormon, thanks, and then turn and walk away. Awful. You have anything else? No, I want you to call him. Okay, right now? Again. (laughs) Right now. Maybe not right now. Call him right this second. Uh, Roger, how much longer till you guys bail out of town? Two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, we just got in last night. Oh, nice. Look at this. One of the first things. So you met the you only had an hour with the girlfriend because you had to get up here? No, no, no. That oh. was last night. Okay. And they're at work. They both work at the uh, NTC. Well, she's got a job. That's great. 
Yeah. Earn the key, put him through school. She's solvent, so that's good. She's what? Solvent. What is that? Solvent. I don't know. What does that, what does mean? that mean? She has money. Oh. <laughs> oh. The opposite of insolvent, I suppose. Oh, insolvent. Oh, solvent. Sorry. So she's I feel rich. bad. Poor, poor uh, Dan. When Dan was introducing himself, his accent is thick, which I love, Dan. But he's like, it's Don. And I was like, I don't know what that name is. <laughs> Richie did ask him a few times before. At least four. It's Don. And he was pretending to run. I, you know, I know, it's, I know it's not dung, you know, like, <laughs> like poop. I know that they wouldn't. I don't think Roger would name his kid a poop name, but anyway, (laughs) it's more fitting. (laughs) We'll name him that. Anyway, let's take a break and we'll come back. And we actually got some uh, actual articles of news. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. Hey, this is Dan, the laptop man from PC Laptops. Are you experiencing panic attacks, nausea, or diarrhea? Is your computer not turning on? Is it running super slow? Is your internet crawling? Or is it just randomly crashing? You could be suffering from ICS, Irritable Computer Syndrome. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you had your PC cleaned? Over time, Windows, updates, spyware, malware, and dangerous viruses will make your computer run like crap. You need to bring in your laptop or desktop PC, no matter what brand it is, and let me run a 100% free virus scan, malware, and spyware scan on your computer. Don't wait and risk losing everything. Now, why are we doing this for free? Because we want to impress you so much that if you or any of your friends or family need a computer, service, or phone repair, you come to PC Laptops first. Get into any one of our locations right now or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, where computers start at $7.99. PC Laptops, we love you. Hey, you guys, I want to talk to you about bestdjinutah.com. Why, that's the company that I have started for doing my DJing weddings and live events. Uh, Whatever you need, I am your guy to do it. So whether you're a lifer or a convert to this podcast show or you just happen to be listening for the first time, if you are in need of a wedding DJ or an MC for your event or just a DJ for your business opening, uh, go to bestdjinutah.com. Now, I know it says Utah, but guess what? If you want me to come to your event and you're not in Utah, I'll do that too. You're going to have to pay for me to be there, but I'm more than willing to do that as well. It's bestdjinutah.com. Emails there, phone numbers there. Would love to hear from you and then help you make your event that much better. Look forward to hearing from you, and thank you for supporting the Cultural Hall podcast. But it's a show. You knew that. The Cultural Hall wants you to help Utah Food Bank fight hunger statewide. Through your donations of food, time, or money, Utah Food Bank is able to distribute over 31 million meals annually to Utahns facing hunger. Even a $1 donation can be turned into $7.35 of goods and services. One in five children in Utah could go to bed hungry tonight, and 423,000 Utahns are unsure where their next meal will come from. By donating food at your local pantry or by visiting utahfoodbank.org, you can make a difference.
It's time for the second half of Articles of News. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Let's do Did actual. you try and have an accent? I, I was trying to mesh my uh, English accent with my Australian accent and see if you could tell the difference, and I got neither of them there. <laughs> uh, Heard a hint of New Guinea yeah, in there. It's because I said pencil, but that's actually New Zealand, right? I don't know. It's, it's all not here, so we can just be ignorant and just say it's, it's not where we are. Hit it, Peter. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Got out of that real quick. Uh, we were talking, well, we didn't have the microphones on about, your, what's your son's name that's getting married? Sam. What, Sam? Sam. Sam. And uh, what's her name? Jade. I love dad had to look around. <laughs> so we're staying with some friends and mm-hmm. her name is Julie. Yeah. And last night not Jade. At all. No. Yeah. But last night Jade called Julie Jill by accident. Yeah. So you can see why Jade my head's called a Julie bit. Jill, but it's not Jade nor Julie. It's just Jade. It's just Jade. 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 Not Julie. Not Jill. Not just Joni. It's Jade. Just Jade. Not just Jade. Not Joni. Where did she come from? She hasn't even been here for a while. One of them, Jack. It's Julie. No, that's Jack. Yeah. Yeah. That's Don. (laughs) You tell me what that name is. And I'm partially deaf, too, so I do this. Uh, Trying to read what you're saying on your lips. I'm going to have to ask again. Don. What? Uh, You are. Deaf? Can you hear a word that I'm saying? No, no, I can't hear a single word you're saying. Well, I'm blind, so between us. I know. We got one good body. We should get a handicap sticker for our car and trade it off. We don't have... I'm not even going to go down that road with you. Does she listen to the cultural hall? I don't... haven't asked her. We haven't got that far. I feel like... In order to give the blessing, Roger, for the uh, for the union, because Sam listens, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh. They'll do when it's on in the car with me. Okay. Okay. All right. So we need to, first of all, I guess, fully convert Sam if we have the expectation, and then we need to get Jade on board. He needs to be the example. Yeah. Right? For the household. Right? Exactly. Patriarch. So do I count as a, a part-time member? A part-time member? Sure. I'm kind of, yeah, because I just listen when Dad has it in the car. Yeah. And I think this is cool. All right. I wouldn't put it on myself. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't put it on himself. You know what? what? I like that because I think we just coined the term part-time member. member. Yeah. Listen, own it. Oh, it's the perfect term. Jack Mormon. Yeah. It's a Jack Mormon. Jack Mormon. After Jack, oh my gosh, perfect. If you're a Jack Mormon, you listen when other people make you listen. (laughs) Perfect. All right, we'll get back to that. Let's do some actual articles news. What do you have, Kyle? All right. Um, I don't know if you... We didn't. No. We might have. Well... There's that one. there's a comedian coming to town. I have that. I just pulled that up as a matter of oh, fact. <sighs> yeah, David Cross. Do you guys know who that is? No. Did you guys watch Arrested Development? I've heard of it. Yeah. I've watched it. Okay. American TV show is on for three seasons here. Uh, he played Tobias Fuke on uh, that show. And, He's and also one of my favorite shows of all time on television. Arrested Development. Arrested was? Development. Yeah. And I love David Cross, but he is. Uh, He's about as offensive as of a comedian as I've ever heard. Yeah, in some of his material. Which you, if you just watch him on Arrested Development, you don't. I don't know that you get that that point from him, right? No. So you could be like, oh, I love Tobias on Arrested Development. I'll go see his stand-up comedy. So tell these guys because they don't have any idea what what happened. Uh, he's coming to the University of Utah to do a comedy 
Wednesday? Yeah, this, this Wednesday. Week? And, mm-hmm. and I'm still, I'm actually considering going. Sure I shouldn't admit of that. Of course you are. But, uh, but I know there's things that are offensive. He, in uh, one of his advertisements, so he, did they, was it a real picture or did they Photoshop it? Uh, I heard Photoshop. It looks pretty real, but maybe it's just good Photo- Photoshop. He Photoshopped himself into LDS garments. So the picture is him coming out of a dressing room, and all he's wearing is garments, top and bottom, with the uh, with the uh, exclamation on the side that says Utah exclamation point. Learn the real truth, and then it's him standing in his garments and and someone looking at him. Uh, well, the, the uh, and I was surprised at this. the The University of Utah, where he's playing, who. D- isn't bringing him here. They're just they just own a facility, facility that they're renting rented. where yep. he will he will play at. Uh, put out uh, a tweet saying the University of Utah condemns bigotry and religious intolerance in any form. Uh, Watkins said in her prepared statement Sunday, the offensive use of sacred religious imagery in a tweet by David Cross promoting his performance at Kingsbury Hall was in opposition to the university's values of respect and inclusivity. Uh, the use of this imagery was deeply offensive. The president's statement continued. At the same time, the First Amendment protects such speech, and the university cannot and will not censor content of those coming to the campus. We acknowledge the free speech rights of individuals and entities who rent university facilities, even those with whom we disagree. By doing so, we protect the free speech of and rights of all. Mm-hmm. So basically, you may not like it, but you have to put up with it if you want to have your own freedom of speech, right? Yeah, which I, I think they're great in saying that. Perfect, mm-hmm. because they're right. You know, you've got to let them do his thing right and people will speak with uh you know whether or not they buy tickets right if you support that kind of thing you brother kyle will buy a ticket and go see him on wednesday night but if you don't support that thing, so i'm then supporting you'll make, intolerance then you'll, and bigotry yeah then you'll make then you'll make the correct choice <laughs> <laughs> i'll only go if i can get some free tickets well sure i'll talk to you about that after. is that what your text message is about that's Let what it's that. uh, don't no. don't tell you don't so. have any you can get me okay yeah nope nope i uh i looked into it and uh, no. Um, let me share this story with you. I thought this was interesting. And I'm interested because there's this is a story that's a non-story. If you follow us on Facebook, it's uh, The Cultural Hall. That's how you find us. Anywhere, actually, at The Cultural Hall. Uh, Mormon critics are asking the IRS to investigate allegations that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uses the Polynesian Cultural Center as a way to commit tax fraud. Hmm. Uh, Gay rights activist and Mormon critic Fred Carger, or Carger, I'm not sure which it is, delivered a complaint to a Honolulu IRS office Thursday asking for an investigation into possible tax abuses involving the Polynesian Cultural Center, uh, the Brigham Young University Hawaii, and a Hawaii land management company. The complaint comes after Mormon critics aired television ads last year seeking information that could harm the church's tax-exempt status. A church spokesman declined to comment. An IRS spokeswoman says that the agency doesn't comment on taxpayer cases and does not confirm whether there's an investigation. Carger says it's unlikely that the tax-exempt status will be revoked, but he hopes that the attention forces changes. He also is seeking investigations from other government's agencies as well. Um, And then it goes on to say the church has 16 million members nationwide or worldwide and 74,000 in Hawaii. So it doesn't say at all the allegations of how they might be doing that. But I thought that was interesting to know that this guy in several instances trying to to at least bring into question the church's tax exempt status. Does that sort of stuff offend you? 
Uh, not really. Yeah. Cause Roger they, from across the pond. Does that kind of stuff offend you? Church, the church in England, it's a little different, right? Like at your guys's, because doesn't England require that they give full disclosure of financial for the country? I would imagine they do. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. That's that. When I hear that sort of thing, you think, oh, it's just someone just attacking. Right. It wouldn't matter what the story was. They just attack with whatever they could get. Yeah. Go after us as where, wherever they can. And there's part of that for me, and then part of it where it's like, well, you know, if we are claiming to be tax exempt and we're doing something we shouldn't be i mean i guess there's there's value to being called out on it and that's why i don't mind it because i don't, I don't think i think they're going to find anything right you know, call us out all that's day fine. what's yeah. that story um this is a sad one from newton cash county up near logan oh, Utah. yeah you texted me about this i did because the gentleman had your last name and although it's it's not super common. I just wanted to check before I read the story. Yeah. A man riding a bicycle died Saturday after a car turned in front of him, according to the Utah Highway Patrol. Troopers identified the man as Derek Stedman, age 45, of Preston, Idaho. Uh, the crash happened about 3.45 p.m. near the town of Newton, which I've ridden through many times. Is it a beautiful part of Cache County? Is it is. It? It's very out in the middle of nowhere. So okay. there's a lot of farmland, so a lot of open roads. The town is really small. So we actually race out there quite frequently because it's um, out of traffic and away from homes. And A considerable amount of fig trees, right? Uh, no fig trees. No fig actually, trees? Actually, no. In Newton? No. <laughs> I get it. Fig Newtons. Yeah. Because there's no figs Isn't in Isn't that English? I was, no, I was trying to bring figs, <laughs> fig Newtons. No, yeah. they, the commercials, the fig, the fig Newton commercials. They always spoke with an English accent. <laughs> what? No, they did. It's didn't. not a cookie. It's oh, that's a, right. Remember? All right, Grandpa. Eating, I do remember that now. Shut up. That was in like the eighties. Shut up. Are you eating cookies in bed? It's not a cookie. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a Newton. It's a Newton. That's his British accent. Okay. Yes. Trust me, the Australian one again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a general. I, I have accent. two English accents. Well then, hello. There's that one. Are you, are you eating Newtons in bed? <laughs> and then there's, and then there's the. Well, was, I can't even do the other one now. The mush one. You know, it, I just sort of mush mouth the. Uh, Newtons in bed. What? What is that accent? Man, it's not. It's not Richie. Do you do remember the commercial? I, I do though, remember right? it now. Yeah. Yep. It was a and long time ago. And it gets crumbs all ago. in the bed. It was uh-huh. the 80s, really. Yeah. Fig Newtons not a thing in, in England. No. Uh-huh. Fig Rose. Pete Maybe Rose? Fig, fig rolls. Oh, can you? Seriously, I need subtitles. <laughs> Richie thought he said Pete Rose. It's like, what does a gambling fig baseball rolls. player have to do? What's, what's a fig roll? Figs in like a biscuit around it. Okay. Maybe that's what a fig Newton was. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. There you go. I mean, they were, they were never good growing up. The only reason, you know why you had fig Newtons growing up, right? Because they were allegedly healthy. Well, that was part of it because it's, it's fruit. Yeah. Uh, but the other part was you could take them on like road trips or have them out in the sun at the at the pool. Right. And they wouldn't get bad like Oreo cookies or like a fudge dipped cookie or something like that. They would be just fine. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, they go dry just like any other cookie would go stale. Well, yeah, they'd go dry and stale, but they wouldn't ruin. You put an Oreo cookie in the sun, you're done. Really? You're done, sir. I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to put some Oreo cookies out you wouldn't eat this them. next week. So how would you know? Oreo cookies are vegan, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah, but you don't eat sugar. Well, I, but I'll do it for the sake of the story. Okay. <laughs> the, so, what, so what are we saying? It's still going to be an Oreo Somehow we were on a story sun. about a man who was killed on a bicycle, yeah. and now we're questioning that with, <laughs> with Fig Newtons and Oreo cookies by the pool. I don't know how Jade doesn't like the cultural hall, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so but, a gentleman passed away. So the, the reason I brought up the story is he was a bishop. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I, I read the news. So that's why I... Br- I saw the story first because anytime I see one about a cyclist being killed, sure. I check if it's a friend, right? Because sometimes it has been. And you've known, you know, a lot of cyclist friends. I know a lot of cyclists, and then I saw the name. How did it happen? Because uh, I would think a Buick LaCrosse actually turned left in front of him, didn't see him coming. Oh, jeez. Which has happened to me, and so. Uh, luckily, I came out of unscathed because it was only my parents' neighbor and my uncle who hit me, <laughs> and I came away fine. Yeah. But that guy probably this, going pretty pretty fast on this. He might have been going a higher rate of speed and right. passed away immediately. I also heard that they charged the driver with uh, like manslaughter vehicular manslaughter. Good. If he, wasn't, if he wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's just sad all yeah. the way around. So, Bishop Stedman, sorry for your family. And for the congregation up there in Preston, Idaho, you said? Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this just real quick again. Um, This from the New York Times. Russell M. Nelson, the president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, is asking people to refrain from using the word Mormon or LDS as a substitute for the full name of the church. The word Mormon is out, says the president. Uh, In an announcement this last Thursday, President Russell M. Nelson insisted that Mormons and non-Mormons alike stick to the term the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, Mr. Nelson, which is a weird way to (laughs) refer to him, right? (laughs) For members of the church. Uh, Mr. Mr. Nelson. Nelson. But this, of course, from the New York Times said the policy change came to him in a revelation from God and the members of the church must work to adjust their vernacular. And I think that was that's the only reason why I bring up this story is I don't think that we gave it that weight. We sort of gave it a hard time as we talked about it um, in last week's articles of news is that it's so much more to have to say the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But to read that line again, and if you read the actual um, like declaration from President Nelson, it came to him in a revelation from God. So I think that's I think that that is uh, worth kind of letting that weight settle of that right not like hey the the PR firm of the church we'd really like to have it be something different you know or you know as we go into the whatever it's mm. he, he feels or he expresses that it's a, a revelation from God saying let's call this the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Hopefully we don't hear in a week that he had just left some Oreo cookies out by the pool and eaten them and <laughs> was feeling... It's a fig. It's a fig Newton. There was my other accent. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was even worse. Nobody here understood you then. Yeah, Don did. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's interesting, right? Like, the, the people yeah. that are making... That are making yeah, I thought it was like just the, a PR. Yeah, the people that are making, uh, like, <clears throat> jokes online and stuff like that. It's interesting within the church. So, uh, the Mormon News Report which is associated with uh, the cultural hall. Um, you know, they put out a weekly episode of news. They take a, a different takes on things, sometimes a little deeper dive on more of the serious issue, issues. Um, but again, available every week. Jenny and Brant, they do that. Um, like the idea of the Mormon news report, right? So should it be a change? Should it be changed to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints news report? Um, it's interesting. Hmm. I think the kind of middle of the road folks, which is what I... Sorry, guys, that's where I'm going to lump you. We'll be like, that's fine. It's a Mormon news report. But some of the most conservative groups, like on social media, that used to be called Mormon whatever, have since changed their name to Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints women instead of like Mormon women, those kind of things. Luckily, as the cultural hall, we don't have to change the name. Right? You know why? Inspired. Yeah. You had too many fig (laughs) newtons. From the beginning... I'd had a bad Oreo. Uh-huh. It was left out in the cold, which is different. You're right. When they're left in the cold, it's different. Heat, not. 
Um, but yeah, no. So we don't have any any chan- uh, plans to change it. You hear about James the Mormon? What's that? James the Mormon. Well, James. yeah, yeah. Did you see the tweet that I sent out about that? I said someone someone pay careful attention to James the Mormon. He's having an identity crisis right now. <laughs> but Jack said to me this morning that he has changed his name. Oh, he has. Yeah. yeah so get he, in there. So yeah, he uh, tweeted out saying um, referencing the um, the revelation that President Nelson um, came out with. He said that he is changing all of his t- his. Um, what are they called his names on his Instagram or his name on his Twitter, and he's uh, gone to just JTM. So I guess it will stand for James the James the Mormon still, but um, yeah, he's just gone for JTM. Interesting, huh. but I think that he and he's already changed it all. So <coughs> yeah, that's a change that's happened. I wonder uh, how much of that is that he just wanted to change it anyway. Just sounds cooler, yeah, it, really? JTM. Yeah, JTM, and because I know that, like, as he was initially, if you listen back on the old episode of the Cultural Hall where we interviewed him, he's like, I don't want to be a rapper. And then he's like, okay, I guess I'll be a rapper now. And now he's, you know, gone into it full. I wonder if there was some establishment of, of um, like, cred, if I can use that term, um, where now he can use this as the final push to be like, listen, it still stands for the same thing, but I'm JTM. I love that both of these guys are having to look around the monitors sorry you guys <laughs> sorry about that here in the studio um jtm all right i'll yeah. take that yeah. so not a joke i just made that joke on twitter as kind of a as a a little jab but what's real uh what's your last news story uh i got this story because i know you love chicago and you're wearing a chicago hat today. yes is this about the high rise yeah we already talked about it oh all right yeah how about this beautiful. one yeah how about, uh, did did you already talk, I was going to talk about this last week, about the New Zealand temple. Uh, I've got that right here, so it, go for it. Because I have some friends there, uh, but, uh, so the New Zealand temple is dedicated 60 years ago. They're closing it down, I heard, for renovation. I thought, that's fine. Well, they're closing it down for three years. Yeah. So we're, the, now Natasha's here in Utah. her head. Do you yeah. know, do you know? Oh, she just heard it. Okay. So if you close down the Salt Lake Temple or the Bountiful or the South Jordan, you could walk a block and get another temple here. Right. <laughs> but in New Zealand... What are they they got to fly somewhere. Is that true now? There's only the one in New Zealand, and, and they'd... Yeah, I was well, trying to think. Yeah, they can go to Australia. Australia would be the Roger next one. says. Yeah. I mean, that's a different, that's a different, that's a different place. Yeah, just over to another country. Sure, but... I mean, let's not pity the New Zealanders. <laughs> I know. I'm just teasing. No, that three years is a long time. And it does raise the question, will they do, like, just a big singular steak trip, get a rent a whole plane? I mean, do you do stuff like that? Oh, Probably. Yeah. I would bet. a good idea. Just before we got married, the London Temple closed, and everyone had to go to... Preston. Pre- no, yeah. it was before Preston. Oh, of course. Switzerland, I think. Uh-huh. So if you go on your mission, you had to go for your endowment all the way over to Switzerland. Oh, wow. So... I don't know how far Australia is to New Zealand in comparison. How far is England to Switzerland? It's about an hour and a half flight. Okay. So, But so you still had to do that. And did they do like temple trips like once a year or six months or something like that? Well, I wasn't a member then, so I don't know. But. Oh. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> Sash. <laughs> all right. We're saving the end of this interview for all of that. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that here in a second. We should have asked about that at the beginning. Um yeah, for three years. And you know why? Part of it is they have to shore it up for, like, earthquake yeah. stuff. That's yeah, a seismic. So it's a major well, thing. Uh, I love this in the article. I highlighted this. Um, Mr. Carl, who is the director of special projects, <laughs> described, this is the article from the newspaper that I got. It says, Mr. Carl described the temple as, quote, 
beautiful. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's it. I loved that. Describes the temple as, quote, beautiful. Anyway, so there's that. And then this, and then we'll get into Roger and how he's a convert of the church, but he's been holding out on us. (sighs) This is a behaving badly. Uh, This from here local. Uh, Jared, and you'll have context of who Jared is here in a minute, says that he was molested by his uncle when he was a boy and that that same uncle recently, though it be many years later, has been asked to be an LDS bishop. Though they were both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Jared said that he's had to deal with the ramifications of that sexual violation his entire life and that he doesn't blame the church for it. He said bad things in this world are going to happen, and I get it. Uh, He told a local news outlet here that when the uncle was recently called to be a bishop, the lay leaders of a local congregation, that's the description of what a bishop is, Jared knew his uncle would be behind closed doors, one-on-one with children, and he couldn't keep the knowledge of the abuse to himself. He says, I've always tried to take care of this through the channels that the church would prefer. We've tried to get to do things the way they should be done, but it just seems as though they don't care. As a temple recommend caring member of the church at the time, Jared, this, so this is back in the day, contacted his own bishop who talked to the local stake president. The information was given to his uncle stake president and nothing happened until he brought up the situation again, asking for another meeting to address the issue. He was told by a general authority that, the, that because the abuse wasn't documented by two were more people, it was his word against his uncle's and that nothing could be done. <sighs> mm. It's come, It's Jared goes on to say, it's kind of dumbfounding to us that they don't seem to care. After questioning the church, Jared and his wife are no longer members in good standing. Their temple recommends are gone. He says, we are the ones who are ostracized in a community and he is still bishop and that's just not right. Uh, a year later, Jared doesn't know what else to do but speak publicly about what he views as a very dangerous situation. He's also supporting the movement that is inside of, inside of the church, which uh, is Sam Young talking about his hunger strike and and trying to end those one-on-one bishops interviews um to give them a platform to invite kids into an office and close the door in certain situations can be very dangerous we've been frustrated but it seems like things only change when people go to great lengths the church i think in my case and a lot of cases in these stories are more concerned about their image than it than about people and that's what is concerning so uh again just sort of bringing light to some of those situations where, I mean, now, as I understand it, as parents, like if Daniel, you got interviewed, right, to be a deacon, you know, you could have your dad in the interview with you. As I, as I understand that, that's a thing throughout the church or another adult leader, you could have your mom there as well. And if people feel like that, they can insist on that. Say, hey, you know what? Let's get someone else in here. Because um, for me, I would much rather have, um, you know, maybe a little bit of awkward moment with a parent in the room than a much more awkward and terrible moment. So that's it for articles of news now roger how dare you hold out on us pull that mic scoot closer to the microphone for me so did uh, natasha bring you into the church is that the story she was a big reason no okay um so i my best friend when i grew up uh-huh. he lived two doors away okay <coughs> he um they they were converted okay and then i started going to all the activities okay so this is while you're a teenager well like i was about eight my first oh, eight. church okay. activity 
And then, um, yeah, all through your teenage, go into young men's camp and different youth conventions and things. And um, yeah, it's so fancy in England; they have youth conventions. <laughs> well, we've only just started Here we getting got camp. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to camp. Yeah, in England they go to convention. <laughs> On holiday they go to convention. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I pick it up the more you guys speak. You guys have an EFY though, right? Yeah, we have EFY. That's what a youth convention is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But we can't call it EFY. Cause Why not? Because it's not especially a, for you. It's a business yeah. copyrighted thing, I think. <laughs> I think it is. We call it FSY for the strength of youth. Okay. Because so. EFY is a business in England? I, no, I think it's over like, here, I think it's a copyrighted. Oh. Uh, I think. Interesting. I could be saying okay. it wrong. Right, I don't know. All right. But, um, yeah, and when I was about 17, I thought, hmm, maybe there's more to this. I felt kind of... Come, you know, felt right. good about around church members and church things. And then when I was about, only took four years yeah. to uh, investigate. And yeah. I was 21 and I got baptized. So let me ask you this. So what, what part does Natasha play in that? Because you said a part, but maybe not the, the part. But well, okay. Like- so she didn't introduce me to the church okay. and she didn't try and convert me in any way. But it was a nice attraction. Yeah. So when did you guys meet? So we met. In 1990. Which means nothing, because I don't know how old you would have been. I'm 47, so So I was 18, 19. Okay, okay, so right in the midst of the whole investigating the whole thing. Absolutely, yeah. And you were a member, Natasha? Nice. My dad had a big part to play. All right, come on over here. Take Kyle's microphone. Let's get into this. Yeah, have my seat, Mom. All right. Uh, I want to get to the bottom of this. We're getting to the bottom of this. (laughs) It's a good story. Yeah. All right. Who wants to, who wants to tell the story? Which I'll one of you guys? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the kids are rearing ready to go. Who wants it? Because they wants heard it third hand. Let's let's, uh, let's compliment it. Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. <laughs> and then you can say it differently if it's fine. So we. So I always feel like I was cheated a little bit because I was a good girl and I was always told to kind of mix with people with your own standards and values and. So I met him at church, so, uh-huh. and then, but he wasn't a member. So you but were we going dated. actively at that point, but not had not converted. Only to the fun stuff. I wasn't okay. going to church. Yeah, he okay. wasn't going to sacrament <laughs> meetings or anything. Um, but we started dating, and then he was going to sacrament meetings because... Um, it was more time with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we're both from different towns, so if we were going to see each other, he would... Stay over. Isn't it technically yeah. Shires? You guys are both from different Shires. Well, I've come a little way from okay. Shires oh, yeah. now. My bad. <laughs> what if you go to England? Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like you That's imagine. Yeah. We don't all ride horses. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> we do the Monty Python with the coconuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can't afford horses. And we don't live in Buckingham Palace. Ew. Oh, I'm never going to England. <laughs> I want the England of my mind. <laughs> it's probably better. Um, so... Yeah, we were dating, and then we just carried on dating for a few years, mm-hmm. and then... Was that a hold-up for you, though? You're like, hey, you're not Mormon, pal. You need to be Mormon, or was it not Yeah, an issue? it was, and, and we would talk about things, and I remember encouraging you once to go back and do the discussions again, but that was about the limit of my push, because I never wanted him to join for me, because further down the road, what does that mean? Yeah, that you ends know, badly, like, typically. Yeah, exactly. When she got old and lost her looks. Which she hasn't. Which she hasn't and never will. Not. I can tell you which one of you won in the relationship. Uh, yeah. And it is not I'm her. definitely punching above my weight. So this is where my dad stepped in. I'm going to just carry on because yeah. that was really rude. Um, 
and he kind of split us up and my dad, dad was like did. that's it you're done and he my dad was saying he's been around the church this long and he hasn't joined so he's not going to ever yeah so split so i kind of gave my dad the silent treatment for a little while yeah and i think did I you must guys have continue been, to see each other secretly no not really really no, we were split and i was yeah. miserable you know and um, so then he came to me and he said, I'm going to send you to Utah for three weeks. This is your Go dad, not Roger. Yeah. No, my okay. dad. <laughs> and he said, so I wasn't an endowed member or anything. So uh-huh. he said, so all you can do is go to Temple Square, stand in front of the temple and just evaluate what you want in your life and right. whether this guy can give it to you. Right. So, oh, okay. so I said to him, okay, I'll go. <laughs> Free yeah. holiday to Utah, you know. Um, am I rambling? Sorry. No, you're fine. And he said, um, but... But I said to him, whatever decision I make while I'm there, you'll support me on, right? Right. So he was like, well, as long as it's so the right as, one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. But my mom, uh-huh. she was just like, oh, no, come on, Brian, you've got to, you know, let, let her work it out. And, yeah, we'll stand by you, whatever. So I came. I had a great time. First week I went and sat listening to the Mormon Tabernacle Choir singing and I had my amazing moment where I didn't really know that he was going to join or anything. I just had a really lovely feeling that everything was going to be okay and I should just go with it. Right. So that was kind of... So I just had a jolly for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. I had a great, great holiday. Went back, told my dad. I just know that... There was a phrase that that year that got quite popular and it was, um, I never said it would be easy, I only said it would be worth it. I think taking in the context of our situation, that's kind of how I felt. It might not be an easy road, but it felt like it was going to be the right one. My dad didn't like that very much. That wasn't the answer he wanted. He's like, I'm going to send you back to Utah. I know, like, that did not work. And I paid all that money. Exactly. Um, But while I had been away, maybe you want to pick this up. He had been speaking with my brother-in-law. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just, her brother-in-law just says to me, look, come on, you know, I think he was, at the time he was the stake mission president, which yeah, doesn't leader. even exist anymore. But, okay. And he just said, look, one way or the other, let's answer your questions. So I had, I had a few questions that I wasn't quite sure about. And um, Joseph Smith took me a while to get my head around. Sure. And um, yeah, and while I was away, had my answer, or while Sasha was I had my answer. So when she got back, I was baptized like two weeks later. Oh, wow. That's His good. is actually really nice. You should say how you got the, your answer, because that's really cool. <laughs> so <laughs> Roger was like, oh, I just came to watch these guys. You can cut yeah. all this. No, it? no, I love this. <laughs> Absolutely not. So right there's, um, I'd always known that I felt good around church members and the church and mm-hmm. church activities and just felt like a comfortable feeling. We know what that is. Yeah. But um, I didn't at the time. And then one day I just opened my scriptures because I'd asked so many times, should I join? You know, is right. church, you don't is sir, you don't strike me as a person who'd been like, well, I'd never thought to ask yeah. before. Like you had been, no, I'd been going for a few years. Like, yeah. But and, actually, uh, the balance was that his mum is very strong Catholic, okay. and he knew it was going to break her heart. So it was like, can I just carry on living like this and not hurt my mum? Right. Or is it crunch time now? And so right. I just I was said my prayers and I opened up my scriptures and it said this doctrine of covenant says what more of a witness do you need from the Lord your God? Hmm. And I was like. In other words, you felt it before. I've told yeah. you. <laughs> so that was my answer. So huh. I came back, and then you got baptized yeah, a, couple a few of months weeks. later, was no, it? A couple, a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Yeah. A year and a half later, we were right. married. Yeah. A year and a half? Just, what took you to so long, sure. Roger? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go to BYU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the 
English throw shade on Belay. Look at that. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. now you've got one, two, three, four. Four boys. Yeah, four, four boys. What? What? Come on, Natasha. Go for the girl. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> you're getting the girls. You're getting yeah. the girls. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll you'll, like them, them you'll like them way better than yeah. the boys. Somebody said to me once, actually, that um, it'll be cool because all the girls in the family will be on an equal par. They'll all be in-laws. Yeah. There won't be any kind of, yeah. you know. Favorite of all the girls. Exactly. Yeah. So Although I'll you'll still it. have a favorite of the of the daughter in laws I have a favorite of the sons. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. You don't have to tell me. I can already tell just by really? being with you guys. Uh, all right. Let's be done with this thing, shall we? Thanks, you guys, for coming and visiting us. Thanks for having uh, us. From a, I love using great. the term across the pond just because I think it's so stupid. I know. Keep sending people over. Keep sending your ward members over. Yeah, we'll convert them one by one, even if it takes them four and a half years, Roger. <laughs> uh, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. We hope if you're sick or afflicted, you'll be well and can listen next week. Do you have one, Roger, you want to throw in? Ah. Oh. Gotten. You can bless. One. You can bless. Strengthen your bodies. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Your catchphrase is always be good, be kind. Oh yeah. Do it. Be good. Be kind. Be careful. Nice. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the cultural hall. Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat. On the back row, we really gotta go on the cultural hall show.